I know you're wondering, where's the intro at? Where's the introduction? This is the motherfucking introduction. Now, a lot of motherfuckers been asking me over the years, how do you come up with these grades for these albums? What exactly, how exactly do you do them? Do you put them on a scale? Do you just go by replay value? Do you just go by, how do you measure a record? Let me tell y'all something, man. This is the motherfucking introduction. This is a special, special show. And this is the only time you'll ever get to see this process be done. Let me tell y'all something. You know, this is King Nona Sisser, the off-season review. And you're going to get a live review. And you're going to finally see how my process is. And I will take you through it. And this, this G14 classified shit I've been hiding for years. This is how I come up with album of the year conversations, which are the sixth, the six highest rated hip hop albums by grade ranked one through six. And that goes for all the other, most of the other categories when we only speak on albums. Six highest rated projects, one by one. Uh, that's why a lot of people be looking at my list all funny. Like, how come this guy isn't in here? How come this guy isn't in here? Fucking rating wasn't high enough, bitch. Fuck you mean, dog? Stop crying, nigga. Because your man ain't make it. My mans ain't make it. <laughs> and that's my mans in them. You feel me? So this is how I do shit, right? I have a scale, okay? It goes from one to five. One to five. And I do point fives. We're going to start from one to five, right? One is complete ass. The worst fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. Don't ever do a song ever again. You suck. 1.5. The track is just ass. It's just simply ass. Don't ever talk to me again. Number two is butt. <laughs> 2.5. It's a butt and a half. I it, it's it's I it's uh still disgusting. Three mediocre. 3.5 average. On the Kevin Samuels scale. Average. Four is a good track. Good track. It's something that I might listen to. Or depending on the artist. Now artist fours are different. A J. Cole four. Is different than a Young Thug. Or a 21 Savage four. Or a Duke Deuce four. You know what I'm saying? If I don't know an artist, it won't be no judgment. If if this is my first time, say, for example, I listened to Duke Deuce today, right? And he got quite a few fours because I don't know him. I never heard his solo music, right? So, you know, I'm going by what I hear. If it's an artist like Cole, I have expectations. A Cole four is different than... A Pooh Shiesty 4. A 4 
could be a decent track for Pooh Shiesty, or it could be a mediocre track for Cole. It's kind of disappointing. You kind of like want a little bit more out of it. Cole, the Coles, the Kendricks of the world, the Lupes, the Nas's, the Freddie Gibbs, the, the, the Benny the Butchers, a four point, most of them, I expect them to make 4.5s and five, which I, 4.5, which I haven't mentioned yet. A 4.5 is a very dope song. Very dope. Just very fucking dope. A five is excellence. Very excellent track. Okay. Very fucking excellent. Off the fucking chain. Could be a single. It's been a lot of fives that I've given to like songs that I like really, really enjoy. Actually gave a five on one of them Duke Do songs earlier. But that shit was live as fuck. But um anyway, without further ado. Let's get into this fucking off-season shit, track by track, and I will give an explanation on why I gave the song whatever number that I give it. Get your popcorn ready, fellas and ladies. Let's go. All right. Track one, 95 South. Wow. I got to give this motherfucker a five out of five. I gotta give this motherfucker a five out of five. This ain't no prisoner of the moment shit. This ain't no cold bias. Because you know I had <laughs> I was in a whole ass argument about cold and lyricism and shit like that earlier. I'm not gonna get into that. It's too long of a story. But anyway, five out of five. What the fuck? This nigga Cole. As soon as I heard the intro and the sample, I was like, this sound like some heat makers dipset shit. And guess who pops on the track as a hype man? Killer motherfucking Cam. I mean, this was epic as epic can get. This is how you really start off an album. This is what a lot of these young mumble rap, weak ass, pussy, dick licking, drug taking, faggot motherfuckers painting their nails and toes need to take notes. Get a book, motherfucker. Read the book, motherfucker. You fucking with Jay motherfucking Cole, Jermaine, nigga, young Eeyore, nigga. You feel me, Mr. Leftover Lasagna himself, aight? You can't out-fart this motherfucker, nigga. Like, straight up, bro. But this 95 South track, Cole was slicing and dicing this shit up like, a, like the motherfucking Salt Bay. And, like I said, again... Five out of five. Now let's move on to the next song, shall we? Track number two, Amari. I guess that, or Amari, Amari, whatever the fuck that's supposed to be, right? This shit is cool. It's not better than the first track. So that obviously is <laughs> not going to be a five out of five. But this is a very dope song, though. Therefore, I'm going to give Amari a 4.5. I like the... uh pre-chorus or the bridge in between i like his delivery it's kind of different it's kind of auto-tune-ish but not too much auto-tune to the point where it's considered trolling i liked a couple of bars especially the westbrook line rocking the baby and shit that was a dope line but 
it was only like a couple dope lines in here, but it wasn't mediocre or trash. This is a very dope song. I fuck with it. I give it a 4.5 out of 5. Now let's move on. All right, I just got done with my life. Um, J. Cole. When I got the track list for this album, it didn't um, have any features on the motherfucker. But apparently on my life, 21 Savage has a verse on here. Oh, Cole. Oh, Cole, you motherfucker, you. All right, listen, man. Today, you know what I'm saying, I had bought up that Pharaoh Munch was a better lyricist than J. Cole. And the irony that I was talking about Pharaoh Munch and he's the hook of my life is a Pharaoh Munch hook that he originally put on Styles P's record called My Life. So they just took that hook and put it onto this song. Now, I understand the value of sampling and um, using other people's hooks. I get that aspect or whatever, just to get people interested in the song. Some people do that. Whatever. This was pretty much like, sounded like, like when I heard the sample, I was like, okay, the first thing I thought of was, this sounds like a lot. <laughs> it, it, 21 Savage just comes out of nowhere and pops up. Nice. His verse was good. J. Cole's was fucking phenomenal. Cole's verse was phenomenal. 21 Savage's verse is pretty damn good. Although it wasn't perfect, and then the singer, the singer was blown. Pause. I'm not going to say blowing. I'm going to say the, the, the singer was going on the song. He had a good part or whatever. Diet Khalid did his thing on here. But I'm going to give this motherfucker a 4.5 out of 5. Now let's move on. Whoa. Whoa. Fucking whoa. Applying pressure. From... As soon as the beat dropped, I felt like I felt like the five was coming. The five out of five was coming. Pause. But y'all niggas know what I'm, what time it is, man. Listen, that beat sound like some that bass line was crazy on that motherfucker. Then it had the New York 1990s dirty ass snares and kicks on it then it had that that got me that beat got me and then i was going woo damn oh shit every five seconds so i gotta give applying pressure a five out of five for all of those elements we all know that j cole is going to come through lyrically on these songs but it just depends on what it's about. And then the outro at the end, him flexing and t and reminding people that he is that guy when he's activated. I have said on multiple occasions for the last couple of years that I've put J. Cole number one on a lot of lists. Especially when it comes down to current rappers. And it looks like this nigga is on his way to reclaiming that spot. I had already predicted this shit, but applying pressure... Five out of five stars. Let's move on. Damn, that was fucking short. <laughs> Damn, man. This shit would have been a five out of five if this would have had a hook or a sec in the second verse. Not criticizing the track at all. You know what that shit reminded me of? That reminded me of a RZA track. A RZA beat 
And one of them Wu-Tang niggas like Raekwon. Man, if J. Cole would have put Raekwon on this, this would have been a 5 out of 5 with no questions asked here. But this beat remind me of RZA. Wu-Tang shit. Punching the clock, man. It's just Cole spazzing on a verse. You know what I'm saying? That nigga was spazzing on this bitch. Don't get it fucked up. I'm not saying the track is mediocre. I just feel like it it should have been longer. It should have had a hook in a verse. You know, that's why certain people put features on certain songs. Because, you know, you'll never know that feature will take that shit from a four and a half to a five. But punching the clock, I enjoyed it. 90s flow, yada I mean. I'm gonna get that motherfucker a four and a half out of five. So let's just move on here. All right, a hundred mil. I am very conflicted about this rating I'm about to give because I think that this is gonna be the track that motherfuckers like the most. I don't like it the most. Because, you know, I've it's some heat on this motherfucker. But I do believe that 100 mil has single potential. Because the song is catchy. The beat is dope. Young motherfuckers will be in, into it because they're going to be high. They're not going to understand what Cole's message is. Because they're going to be too fucking high. They're just here to beat and go, hey, hey. You know, it's just one of those songs. But it's more than just a song. You know what I'm saying? It's just a song about getting up on your grind. Getting your money. And no matter how much money you've gotten over your life. You still got to grind like you ain't got no motherfucking money. And I believe that 100 mil has single potential. But a lot of people ain't going to like the rating I'm about to give it. I'm going to give this one a four and a half out of five. Though, I don't know. I feel like Cole is treating this project like a mixtape more so than an album. If this was a mixtape, I probably would have gave this song a five because, yo, this song definitely needed another verse for sure. I mean, don't get me wrong. The two verse thing, completely understand. The one verse thing, I completely understand. But again... 4.5 out of 5 for 100 mil. Let's move on. Woo! Yo, real nigga shit. I'm I'm going to give y'all a little little jewel, man. Honestly, when a great rapper does drop a project, I kind of prefer to have, you know, like a Cole, Kendrick, Benny, you know, Conway, well, Maybe not Conway, but a Nas, a Jay-Z, or a Wu-Tang member, whatever, drop an album. It's dope that Cole had these files without the feature names on them, right? So this track that I'm referring to is Pride is the Devil, right? This song is fucking incredible. This is probably my second favorite song on here. Because my favorite is still 95 South. That's just the one. But Pride is the Devil is... 
definitely my second favorite. Oh my god. So Cole is already killing the track, whatever. He um then there was a a a, a switch. Then I heard this voice, and I'm like, I know this guy. That's the most the hottest rapper in the game. Hottest rapper in the game and the best rapper in the game on the same so <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is a five out of five. The song was already good without Little Baby on it, but Little Baby does add a little bit of extra extra sauce to this motherfucker. Pause. Extra seasoning. I'm gonna start saying seasoning instead of sauce. That shit sound weird. But anyway, man, Pride is the Devil is basically about paranoia. And I felt that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because every day you're looking over your shoulder. And I get that. This is kind of like a 2021 mind playing tricks on me type thing. But, you know, obviously mind playing tricks on me is the better song. But I'm just saying, like, that's what it's reminiscent of. And you know what? This, you know, if you take the drums out and you just have like the piano keys and all that shit, this 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 had to build up to like an Eminem song. I could see Eminem rapping on this song about paranoia and shit. This remind me of an Eminem song in a way, cause I could I could just hear him on it and feel him. But let's move on. Wow, five out of five. Pride is the devil. Let's move. <laughs> oh shit let go my hand is the next track and let me tell you something man that shit was funny than a bitch because he had a line that said my last scrap in a fight was with puff and he got puff talking at the end of the song that is fucking hilarious, by the way. Um, again, I mean, one verse songs are kind of like a pet peeve for me. I don't know why, but I get it though. I get why he's doing that. And honestly, this song isn't the perfect song either. But I still value this song because this this has another Eminem vibe to it. It does. I can hear Eminem talking in that stand tone. Dear Slim, I wrote you, but you still ain't calling. You know what I'm saying? Cole was kind of monotone. I like the bridge. My man who's singing background, that motherfucker is getting some camera time out this bitch. I don't know the nigga name, but I will know that motherfucker before the night's out. Believe me, because I will be looking at the credits. For this album because I have a lot to do and I have a lot to update before I go to sleep. I I know I should be sleep, but nah, nigga. I'm not going to sleep until I get done with this music shit. But Let Go My Hand, this is a very good song. I like it. It's exceptional. I love the beat. Definitely 90s vibes on that bitch. Definitely listen to this track on a beach somewhere something like that. But... I get this bitch a four and a half out of five. Let's move on. All right, that was interlude. All right, a lot of y'all not going like this. And I don't give a fuck, man. Fuck you. 
Alright, I just wanted to say fuck you ahead of time that way. I know y'all gonna blast me for this. But when this came out, I was like, this shit is super mid. It's not a bad song. Interlude's not a bad song. But I had a feeling when I heard this track that this was going to be the weakest song on the album. And also, I understand the track is called Interlude and it's put like towards the end of the album and shit, right? I feel like this could have been an intro or an outro more so than a mid-album interlude. That's criticism number one. The bars are there, but the coal miners <sighs> hype this bullshit up because of the 33-year-old line, you know what I'm saying, that Nas did first. That was clever at the time in 2001. 2021... It's not really as clever. It's already been used. It's kind of like a prostitute that had that's already blown out. Interlude is a good song, but it's not the best song on here. And I kind of knew. But yes, there's three tracks left. And I already know the next track. I already know the rating I'm going to give the next track. But we'll save that. But Interlude, I give this shit a four out of five. Next. All right, all right, all right. That was the climb back. And Mr. Background Guy is back at it again. I'm going to know this motherfucker name before the night's out. On my ancestors. This dude in the background has been killing this album as much as Cole has. I'm pretty sure he's definitely been compensated. There hasn't been an unhappy artist within the cold camp, so. The climb back, come on, dog. Come on, dog. You know that's a five out of five. Don't even play me like that. You know I'm not going to play J. Cole like this. Stop playing with me. Stop playing with me. Oh, by the way, it's uh the King Known Award winning J. Cole, the climb back, by the way. For verse of the year, last year, on your bitch ass. Yes, niggas and niggerettes. Yes, yes. Verse of the year, the first verse. Even though that second verse was crazy too. And this is what I mean by Cole gotta have a second verse. This is a this is probably the most complete song on this whole project. It may not be my favorite song, but lyrically it's the best song by far, so far. I haven't heard Close and Hunger on Hillside, but... The Climb Back is a great fucking song. It's a 5 out of 5. The fuck y'all talk about? Let's move on. Vilmatic is correct, Mr. Cole. Well, this was a very tough decision to make. And this is what I mean when it comes down to judging music and critiquing music. This is what we call... The hard part, the hard side of things, where we have to make a decision whether something is a four and a half or a five. Now, some would say a 4.5 is a low five. But I like this Close song. I love the storytelling on it. I like Close. This is what the track we talking about. Track 11. 
Close was pretty fucking good, man. I got to give this shit a five out of five. Of This is a, the lowest of the five. This is 4.95, but I can't give those. I have to choose. So I got to go with five on this one, man. I fuck with this track, man. Let's move on to the last song, and then we'll get the final grade, final review, and then you can get your fucking popcorn and go back to doing what you was doing, whether you was putting 12 inches in your bitch, or whether you was working a long shift for a job that you don't want to fucking work for, or you on vacation living your best life and you need a break. Alright, let's move on. Okay, okay, that was Hunger on Hillside. My God! Fucking second verse. Man. I don't know. That second verse could be in that verse of the year conversation right now. Yes, yes, yes. It could be. This song is some shit that they will put in like a Finding Forrester boogie you know some coming of age shit not this ain't no low budget ass shit this some shit that they should have put in coach carter b yeah i'm hopeful yes i am head ass shit b that's what that motherfucking shit sound like you dig that second verse oh my fucking god that beat that shit begs for some sports center fucking shit Dog, I'm going to give Hunger on Hillside a 5 out of 5. That shit was fucking incredible, bro. And fucking credible. I would say that is my... Let's see, I love... 95 South is my favorite song so far. Matter of fact, let's get to the fucking breakdown, man. Let's do this shit. Let's do this, B. Alright, man. Let's break this shit down. By the numbers. Alright. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. 12. I'm liking, I'm liking what I see here. I'm liking the law of averages. So basically what I do is I combine all my ratings on a calculator. And I divide the uh, actual number. I divide... Basically, the amount of tracks by the number rating that I get. Alright, let's see. I got a... Hold on. Hold on. I got 56.5 as the total rating here. I divide that by how many tracks it is, which is 12. I got a 4.7. Alright. Your grand total. I gave Mr. J. Cole a 94. And guess what? All you coal miners and all you motherfuckers that put him on a level that he shouldn't belong at. Guess what? This ties for the highest album rating that I have given all year. This ties Jasmine Sullivan. And me personally... I think this is a better album than Jasmine Sullivan. So, by the law of averages and numbers, this is the highest rated album of the year. Alright, cut that fucking old ass shit off. Yeah, so I give J. Cole 
a 94%, which is an A. I give him a grade A. So for all you coal miners out there and everything, all y'all niggas trying to grow y'all hair out and dress bummy like J. Cole and smell musty and smell like fucking, I don't know, herbal essences be smell like the back of a Jamaican bodega. You got your wish. All right. This is a honest account here. This ain't no fucking bias. This ain't no bullshit. This is an honest firsthand review. And um, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Damn, before I get the fuck out of here, though. Damn, I am not about to hit the 30 minute mark. This is crazy. This is fucking historical. I wasn't expecting this shit. That's probably because I ain't got no long. I had a long ass introduction, too. All right, man. This is King No Uncensored. This is J. Cole off-season review, and we are out of here.